Huddling Up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Clay County Bulldogs quest for a second straight state title ends in the semis. Stone Memorial State Tournament run ends in the final four, while baseball season gets underway around the Upper Cumberland. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Welcome to the High School Playbook, live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. My name's Jacob Vincent. The 2021-2022 basketball season in the Upper Cumberland is in the books as both Stone Memorial and Clay County fell in the 3A and 1A semifinals yesterday in Murfreesboro. The first game of the day saw the Greenville Green Devils take down the Panthers of Stone Memorial 59-55. It was the closest game the 2A defending champions in Greenville had had since January 31st when they beat Morristown East 74-71. The Green Devils came into the ballgame winning all of their last seven games by at least 24 points and had an average margin of victory of 30 points in their last 15 wins leading up to the semifinals. Not to mention, they also have 3A Mr. Basketball and Jacoby Gillespie, who was the difference maker in the loss for Stone Memorial. Gillespie dropped 32 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists in the ballgame, and always had an answer for the Panthers' previous buckets. The Panthers fought all game long and actually took the lead twice in the fourth quarter before Gillespie would answer to take the lead right back, and Panthers head coach Neil Capps says his team's tenacity and grit was unlike any he's seen. We had a, a beam on our shoulder, not a chip. We had a beam on our shoulder all season because it's uh, these kids, I think they felt slighted, you know, being picked sixth by the media, third by the coaches. and um, So they just, you know, you can whine about it and complain or you can go out and do something about it. And obviously, I guess you can see what kind of, of cloth these these young men are cut from. They went out and did something about it. So that's, that's something to respect there. Uh, kids that are going to go out and do something about it and not complain or whine, so I'm very proud. The Panthers were led by Matthew Bilbury with 18 points, while Cade Caps added 14 points and 11 rebounds of his own. The Panthers graduate Dylan Wittenberg and P.J. Barnes, but return their top two scores in Bilbury and Caps. Stone Memorial finished the season with a record of 22-11 in a 3A state semifinal appearance. The Clay County Bulldogs also saw their season come to a close last night when they lost to Peabody 51-43 in the 1A state semifinals. The Bulldogs were ice cold shooting the ball as they shot just 34% from the field and went 0-17 from beyond the arc. The game was within four points to either side all game long until Jason Hunt hit a three for the Golden Tide with 147 remaining, giving them a seven-point lead. It was the only three of the whole game as both teams combined to go one of 32 from three-point land. After that three, the Bulldogs had to play catch-up and were unable to hit enough shots to get back into it while Peabody was able to convert just enough free throws. The Bulldogs graduate three of the most successful seniors in Grant Strong, Jeff Spivey, and Eli Smith. Over the last four seasons, those three helped Clay County to 115 wins, three state appearances, and one state title. Coach Edwards thinks the accolades are great, but also says he's proud of the men they've become over the last four years. Just what I told him in the locker room, you know, in the history of Clay County and, and 
uh, both Salina and, and Clay County High School. There's only been four teams ever make the state semifinals in basketball, and these guys have done it twice. So, you know, I, enough said as far as that goes, the, the basketball part of it. Um, I think probably the more, the more important part of that is how they represent our school and represent our community through the years. Um, uh, you know, these guys are all great students, um, uh, high character people, and, and they're going to be great members of society. Grant Strong paced the Bulldogs with 19 points and 12 rebounds, while Keaton Arms had 9 points and 8 rebounds against Peabody. Clay County finishes the season with a record of 24-7 and a 1A state semifinal appearance. We're not completely done with basketball in the high school playbook as both Neil Caps and Rob Edwards will join us in a little bit to recap yesterday's games and talk about their seasons. Then we turn our attention to the Diamond as it is finally baseball season. Teams around the state of Tennessee got their season started this past week and we'll be joined by some area head coaches to give us a little preview as we go around the Upper Cumberland. Tom Duggan is up next right here on the high school playbook live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. Talking basketball and also previewing some baseball in this morning's edition of the High School Playbook. Coming to you live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Tom Duggan for the Playbook. Joined this morning by Monterey baseball coach John Looper as we begin to... Uh, Take a look ahead at the baseball season. Well, I should say ahead, Coach, because baseball's underway and uh, Monterey off to a 3-0 and start to the season. Coach, what have you seen from your team that you'd like so far here very early in the season? Uh, so far, we, we've done a really good job. Our pitching's been really strong our first three games. Defensively, we played well. Uh, you know, probably not offensively, not where we want to be, but uh, early in the season, typically pitching's ahead of hitting mm -hmm. throughout the state and, you know, working on catching that up but our, our pitching has been is what's carried us thus far coach do you feel like pitching is going to be a strength of your ball club pitching and defense throughout the season uh, i think it can be i really think it can be uh you know feasibly you want to have great pitching great defense and hit the ball well every game uh but one thing about it as long as we stay consistent pitching wise and defensively you know we're going to have a chance to win every time I take the field. Let's take a look at your roster and uh, who are going to be some players to watch this year and kind of break it down for us, if you would. Well, uh, pitching-wise, we have uh, we have senior Jordan Lohorn, who is, you know, pitched a lot, and we have a junior in Riley Friends, who is uh, who has been a relief guy, spot starter. He'll be moving up more in a starting role. And then a sophomore and Evan Robinson, who just started really pitching last year as a freshman, but now he's he's – really gotten a lot better and looking forward for him and then uh we got another senior david walker sophomore colby trevathan uh all those guys we feel could give us quality innings mm -hmm. from a hitting perspective coach i know you like the pitching and defense and and again as you mentioned hitting comes around especially these cold days kind of like today i guess right. it's more of a struggle but uh do you like your batting order and what you may be able to do offensively this year well we're returning uh, silas randolph who was our three hitter last year? He's back in that role this year, and we've got we're, we've got to be better is toward the back of the lineup, getting people on in front of the middle. Uh, but we, like I said, we have Silas, uh, Jordan is another guy in the middle, and Evan, uh, some guys that you know we feel can swing the bat pretty well, and when they get back, feeling more comfortable at the plate and get a little more season, I think we'll be all right. 
Coach, what are some things that you kind of work on during the off season? Once the season ends and you're kind of going back around with the players you have, what are some things that you really like to emphasize? One thing we work a lot on, we work a lot on arm strength. Uh, you know, nobody's ever been upset because their arm is too strong. <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know, just physical conditioning. We do a lot of that. And we always, whenever we get a chance, we'd like to hit. The district changes a little bit for you this year. You've got to Jackson County and York, some teams that are close by, but you welcome in Bledsoe County and Sequatchie County as well. How does that change for you all this year? And, and maybe the two teams that you may not know as much about, uh, Bledsoe and Sequatchie, what have you gathered on them so far? Well, we've actually, we actually played Sequatchie last year, and they're, they're a good, well-coached team. Uh, be a tough opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bledsoe, it's been a few years since we've played them. It's been a few years since we've played York. So uh, those are the actually teams that, you know, right now it's a big question mark. Right. So, you know, when we play Jackson every year for several years, so we know about them. But uh, really right now we'd, we'll just have to wait and see. Baseball is different than maybe football and basketball. Basketball, of course, being a kind of a tournament sport. I know baseball can be as well, but is it better for a baseball team to struggle early and then kind of hit your stride, sort of like basketball late? Uh, always. We want to peak in May. We want mm-hmm. to be our best come the middle of May, our first week in May, whenever the district tournament starts. That's when you want to be playing your best, and that's what we try to work toward Right. every year is that we're playing our best baseball in the tournament. What's the most difficult thing during the season when you're battling the elements? Like today is a cool day, but we know we're going to have rain and then warm days. How does that affect your baseball team? I, I think just not knowing, just the you know the inconsistency of knowing that we're supposed to play tomorrow, but we may not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's hard to deal with. But I also think when you get used to that, I think it makes you a little more mentally tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, just dealing with it, and you know you have to come every day, whether you're supposed to play that day or not. You have to be ready to go. Right. Because it could be, you know, we could schedule a makeup game and 24 hours before it happens, so you've got to always be ready. Coach, you said this is your 26th year, two years as an assistant, 24 years as a head coach. How have you? What changes have you seen in high school baseball going back to your early days and uh, kind of the progression through your 26 years of coaching? Well, you know, really a whole lot hasn't changed. Baseball hasn't changed for over 100 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big change that I that has come lately has been the, ki- the pitch count. Mm-hmm. And you have to monitor your guys a lot closer. It, and it's a good thing. It's good to prevent injuries. And, you know, that adds a – a different strategy to the to the game. I know uh, now coaches and pitchers are much more aggressive. Uh, there's not any trying to get a hitter to, to fish for try to hit a pitch. It's not a strike. You pretty much you try to get a guy out three or four pitches and right. go on. Do you ever with your players? Is there ever a time that you got to kind of Talk them out of okay. You're not swinging for the fences every time that you go up oh, there yeah. to swing the bat. Oh, yeah. Is is that ever an issue for you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have that have that issue a lot. Everybody likes <laughs> everybody likes to hit the home run. It's 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 fun. Uh, no, we we work constantly on that. Work staying on the ball, taking hitting the pitch where it comes in. Uh, you know, use the whole field. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing I'm big on is uh, we like to use the whole field with power. Right. Um, you know, we're probably a doubles team and like to use from pole to pole and hit the ball in the gap. 
you know, they if you go back to the year of McGuire and Sosa, they they came out with the chicks dig the long balls. Oh, yeah. thing yeah. the, uh, that hasn't changed. <laughs> that hasn't changed no. much at all. No. Coach, looking ahead, what do you expect from your team this year? Where, where do you think you can finish up the season? Uh, really, with the unknowns, I, I think we have a chance to be, you know, right in the mix at the end. Uh, we also have a chance that if we don't, you know, I really – it's hard to say right, right. now. A lot, too many unknowns in our new district. and uh, It's just – it's just right way now. too early to it, kind of tell you. It, it really is. Uh, I feel we have the talent. Mm-hmm. And if things go our way and we stay injury-free, and I think right in, we can be right right there at the end. What do you enjoy most still after all these years of coaching? What, what's the one thing that you really enjoy most about I, I the I think the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, through these years, uh, there's a, I made a lot of friends, met a lot of people because of baseball. And, you know, uh, you know, I have – last year was the first year I had a former player's son. Uh, so that, that makes you feel a little old. But it, it's good to see. And uh, it's just, you know, knowing the boys. And the, we have, I have a lot of former players that come back and visit. And it's, it's great to see them go on and be successful in life. And, uh, you know, that's – it really makes you feel good when you yeah. see – see a former player come back and they got started their own family and they're doing well and it, it's really pop, really make good feeling i ask you about the district but with the expansion to four classifications i want to address that as well how does that maybe change the whole complexion of 2a have you been able to kind of study up and see what changes well we are the smallest school in 2a <laughs> so we're on we're about six students away from being single a wow so it, it we've got a little bit of an uphill battle uh our players, parents, they're very aware of that. Right? But bottom line is that you only put nine on the field at a time. It right. doesn't matter how many students are in the school. So we're just we're going to take the hand we've been dealt and try to be successful at it. Absolutely. Monterey coach John Looper has been our guest this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, we wish you and your team the best of luck throughout the course of the season. We look forward to talking to you throughout the season, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking well on into May. Uh, hopefully. That's what that's what the goal is. All right. Coach John Looper, the Monterey head baseball coach in the high school playbook. Stay tuned. We'll talk some basketball with Clay County boys head basketball coach Rob Edwards. More baseball coming up with Tad Webb of the DeKalb County Tigers. Later to program Stone Memorial head basketball coach Neil Caps. This is the high school playbook. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the high school playbook. Covering every school across the Upper Cumberland for you. The Clay County Bulldogs quest for back-to-back state championships sadly came to an end on Friday as Clay County ran up against a good Peabody team and fell 51-43 in a game that was tied uh, throughout the course of the game. Grant Strong with a double-double in the basketball game with 19 points and 12 rebounds, but Clay County will end their season in the Final Four. Bulldogs head basketball coach Rob Edwards joining us this morning on the high school playbook. Coach, a tough loss, but a very good Peabody team. What made that Peabody team such a tough matchup for your Bulldogs? Well, I think their length and their speed really uh, really bothered us. Uh, you know, some things that we were typically able to do, uh, getting to the basket and, uh, you know, finishing around the rim and things we weren't able to do as well. Uh, they just, uh, you know, they protected the rim really good. Uh, a lot of good shot blockers and we didn't get as many second and third opportunities as we'd like to have had as well. So, but, uh, you know, credit them. Uh, 
they, they did a good job on us. Peabody again wins the basketball game 51-43 to as they move on to play East Robertson on a Saturday evening in the championship game in Class 1A. Coach, going into the tournament, and kind of compare and contrast it maybe from last year. You guys went on to win the state championship a year ago. And just as far as going into the tournament, was it a little bit different feel for your ball club this year? Um, I, I don't know that it was a different feel. Um, I, I guess the biggest thing uh, that I've noticed was the uh, was the atmosphere uh, at the Murphy Center for it. just because of last year. With all the COVID rules, you know, we weren't able to have crowds or anything. And uh, this year seemed a lot more electric uh, getting to play, uh, getting the opportunity to play down there. Absolutely. And I know it's good to have the fans back in the stands. It makes a huge difference, I know, for the basketball players when they're out there and they hear their fans cheering for them. And uh, uh, it seems kind of odd just playing at a silent arena, as, the, as was the case last year. Coach, let's go back and talk about your quarterfinal round game against North Green, a team that come in having won 31 games on the season. You win that one relatively easy, 70-42, to 42, got out on them pretty quick in a basketball game. Kind of summarize, if you would, uh, what happened in your quarterfinal round game with North Green. Well, I just thought our defense set the tone early in that game. Uh, they had a few things that they really liked to do, a couple guys that did most of their scoring for them and took most of their shots, and we were able to, we were able to come out and, and um, take a lot of those opportunities away from those guys, and then uh, we were able to put the ball in the basket on the offensive end uh, early on and uh, build a lead and maintain that through halftime and just uh, uh, come out the second half and, and again, uh, defensively set the tone early. They they made a little run on us there in the second half, but we were able to put a couple timeouts, cool them off, and um, we were able to finish it out. Grant Strong with a good game in the uh, quarterfinal round, 25.6 rebounds. Jeff Spivey, 21 points, 5 rebounds, and a double-double in that game for Keaton Arms, 10 points and 10 rebounds. And uh, getting back to that Peabody game, a double-double for Grant Strong in that one with 19 points and 12 rebounds. Coach, I want to get your thoughts. I know Grant will be moving on to Tennessee Tech at the end of this year, but uh, wins his second Mr. Basketball Award. And uh, just uh, what has Grant Strong really meant to this Clay County basketball program? Well, Grant, uh, you know, his, his four years, obviously he's been very successful, but uh, not only that, he's he set a great example for uh our younger guys, and, and not just younger guys on the team, but younger guys in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade that have come watched. And, um, you know, his his work ethic. Uh, he comes to practice every day. He comes ready to go. He's a good leader. Uh, he's a good leader in the school building as well. Uh, you know, uh, high character kid makes good grades. Sets good examples. Uh, never been in trouble for anything. So, uh, you know, anytime you have a kid like him. That, comes through your program, uh, he, uh, he sets those examples and kind of sets the standard for, uh, for what's to follow. We're speaking this morning with Clay County head basketball coach Rob Edwards on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, with players like Grant, and you had Tyreek Key a few years ago that uh, made a huge impact, do you look at this Clay County program now and just feel like that you've really established a, a truly elite basketball program here, and not just in the Upper Cumberland, but across the state of Tennessee? Well, I like to think with, with guys of that caliber. Um, and, you know, Tyreek and Grant are the two guys, the two names that really stand out to you, but had a lot of other really good players through the years as well. And, uh, uh, just haven't been Mr. Basketball caliber guys, but uh, guys who uh, – 
who really helped us set the standard and, and to kind of put us on the map, so to speak. Uh, like you said, maybe statewide, we are one of those that uh, uh, that people, when uh, when they look at the bracket at Murfreesboro every year and see our name there, they think, man, how these guys keep making it back. But uh, sure, the guys like Grant and Tyreek and, and a lot of other guys that uh, have uh, given us opportunities to uh, to get back there. You know, Grant, I know a lot of people talk about him when they mention Clay County, but you've had some guys this year that, that to me have been kind of the backbone of your team. When you talk about a Jeff Spivey, Keaton Arms, and some guys that have, that have played a whole lot of minutes, not just this year, but for your program. And, uh, you know, where would this team be without those kind of guys that I think do a whole lot of work but maybe don't get the kind of credit they deserve? Yeah, well, we wouldn't have been in Murfreesboro this week without uh, without those guys. Uh, guys like you said, Jeff and Keaton, and, and even Eli Smith, who's our other senior. You know, he's a he's a guy that uh, he doesn't show up in the scorebooks much, but he'll he'll take ten or twelve points off of your best player, off the other team's best player. So, uh, um, you know, these guys that uh, that play those roles and, and uh, don't get their name uh, mentioned as much uh, are, are absolutely important, and for them to be mature enough when they come through to buy into those roles and, and accept that, uh, you know, it's been a ton to this program through the years. Coach, as you move forward, start looking to next year, a state championship last year, state final four this year. Again, the bar is going to be set, I think, pretty high for you next year. And it's way, way early, I know, to start looking ahead. But uh, who are going to be some players that will be coming back? And uh, what kind of program do you expect Clay County to have next season? Well, you know, obviously, you got, you, we have Keaton, Keaton coming back and Jimmy Burchett coming back, uh, running a point guard for us. Some guys that played a lot of minutes this year, Bryce Bailey, uh, Andrew Smith, um, Wyatt Browning, uh, freshman Nate Adams. Uh, you know, these guys, uh, they're, they're going to be the ones that lead the way next year. And, um, you know, we expect to, uh, we expect to be right back in the mix. I can't guarantee you we'll be back at Murfreesboro, but, uh, you know, uh, we're, if we're on your schedule, you can expect to uh, to have a pretty good game that night. <laughs> we're going we're to give you all we have. I expect Clay County is going to be in the running yet again to uh, make a trip to Murfreesboro. What a great season it's been. Regular season district champions, district tournament champions, region tournament champions, state final four, 24 wins. Coach Rob Edwards, congratulations on a fantastic season for the Clay County Bulldogs, and uh, we're looking forward to next year already. Well, I, I appreciate that, and, uh, you know, uh, these seniors, uh, like I said, have led the way for us. And 115 wins in their career, so uh, that's a pretty good four years for those guys. And anytime you can play your last game of the year on the Murphy Center floor, you've had a good season. Absolutely. Coach Edwards, thank you for the time this morning. All right, thank you. More baseball talk coming up. We'll have DeKalb County High School head baseball coach Tad Webb when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com Baseball season is underway in Smithville. The DeKalb County Tigers with a couple of games under their belt. Uh, had a couple of games scheduled for Friday, but those uh, rained out uh, with the weather that moved in yesterday. DeKalb County High School head baseball coach Tad Webb, our guest this morning on the high school playbook here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Coach, good to have you with us today. And uh, I know it's early, early in the season, but what have you seen from your team so far that you've liked? 
Yeah, I appreciate you asking me to come on. Um, you know, the thing that I've seen so far is just the the players' intensity. You know, they, they're happy to be back on the field. Early season, you know, weather's been pretty good so far with when we've been out. So, you know, a lot of exciting things trying to happen right now. When you look at this team overall, what do you expect to be some strengths of your ball club, particularly here early in the season as you kind of, you know, find out who you are, your identity, if you will? Well, I feel like that, uh, you know, our pitching, you know, our, our top pitchers were – returning from last year so i'm confident in what we're able to do but you know the potential is there but the capability you know what we do with it is is what we talk about all the time you got to go out and work and put it all out there and put it together so the pitching i feel is good you know the senior leadership you know we've got six seniors this year and you know uh, they always had a major role last year for throughout the season at various times so i feel good about that as well let's talk about those seniors and the, and the key players that you do have back on this year's team well, you know, the the first, our ace pitcher, uh, Patrick Cantrell, you know, he's on the heel. He's signed. He's going with Freed Hardman. So, you know, he's a lefty, uh, threw well for us last year. Excited to see him back on the heel this year. Uh, he also plays left field for us and, you know, hits in the middle of our lineup right now. And I feel like that, you know, he's going to have a big year off on the heel and, you know, hopefully at the plate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then we've got uh, Coulter Kilgore, and he plays – Second base for us, we'll catch some for us. Uh, you know, just kind of a he's, – he's one of our leaders. Uh, he really is. He's our leadoff hitter right now. And, you know, he had a great season last year. And, you know, we look forward to him picking up with that and continuing on with that and build on it. And, you know, the the other seniors that we've got, um, Isaac knows. You know, most people know about Isaac knows with various sports that he plays so with football and basketball. And, you know, just a great kid. Very athletic, um, you know, just play center field for us. He comes in, he pitches for us. He's our closer. Um, you know, he's kind of in that front part of the lineup for us as well. Got a lot of power, got a lot of speed. Um, definitely a, a valuable asset for us as well. And then, you know, we got three other guys that are major contributors contributors to us you know our first baseman Dexton Emerton uh, he also is one of our main guys on the hill and you know he's a lefty um, been putting in a lot of time a lot of work and you know looking better at the plate throughout this year you know starting out and you know come on last year kind of out of nowhere um, you know a lot of people didn't know about him but he came on the hill and you know very very valuable for us pitching last year that come in had a great season on the hill for us and uh first base is phenomenal uh, player there and you know just looking for him to pick up and continue that this year as a senior um another guy that uh is a a big time player for us Avery South um you know he pretty much plays everywhere in the infield we need him to play you know because he's uh versatile enough that you know certain pitchers go uh, we kind of move him around and let him fill those voids and fill those spots. And he's also one of our top pitchers, um, you know, district guys. And um, with that being said, you know, he comes in, he's a right-handed guy, and he's just uh, – he knows how to pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's intelligent of the game. And, again, he's, he's one that we're looking to continue to build on and have a better season than he had last year. And he had a good season last year. We just want him to have a better season, you know. And, you know, we feel like that with – you know, a couple of them guys, if they have a better season than they did last year, it's going to make us a whole lot better um, this year. And then uh, the last senior is Grayson Hendricks. Um, and with Grayson Hendricks, you know, he was kind of an in-and-out player as a junior. Um, and then to-
towards the end of the year, he became a, uh, you know, a starter and a staple point. Uh, very athletic, very quick. Uh, he's playing right field for us right now. Comes in, he does pitch for us as well. Um, you know, just. Um, Learning the game and going through it, you know, trying to get the communication with with some of the seniors out there because we got a few new faces out there in the outfield. Him being one of them that is consistent out there now, that you know they're learning each other's speed because we've got several guys out there that that has speed and they're able to cover ground. So they're learning, they're running up on each other a little bit quicker than what they anticipated. So, um, but I think that Grayson's going to be a, a very valuable asset for us this year as well. We're speaking with the Cap County head baseball coach, Tad Webb, on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, your team made it to the sub-state last year, and you've got some seniors, as you mentioned, coming back, so some veteran players there. Is, do you see a hunger there that these players want to take that next step and try to get to the state tournament this year? Oh, most definitely. That, that's one of the things that they've come in and talking about this year is, you know, kind of having that chip on their shoulder. They they, they got a little taste of it, and they want more, you know. And we've got uh, – couple other guys that are coming in and stepping in that are replacing some of the ones from the past you know we you know our starting shortstop is back um he's a sophomore connor young uh he played you know shortstop for us the entire year as a freshman last year and done a, a really good job for us and you know he's just he's gotten bigger stronger and, and it's gotten better and, and we look for him to come in and contribute to help out as well these early season games, and I know pitching usually comes around a little bit earlier, but when you're dealing with the elements and, and things of that nature, and you played the game yourself, so I know you can relate from both as a player and, and as a coach. What are some of the toughest things to overcome early in the season? The cold weather. <laughs> I mean, really, it's it's one of them that, you know, you step into that batter's box and, and it's cold and, and it's going through your hands that, you know, if you don't hit it and square it up just right, it's, it's going to rattle those hands. And that's one of the things that mentality-wise as a mindset, you've got to ha- kind of block. And, and sometimes you can and sometimes you can't, you know. Right. And if the guy's throwing, he's got some high velocity on the heel and it's cold, it, it puts it in your mind, in the back of your mind a little bit more. Not only the cold weather, but the rain and the things you've always got the elements to have to deal with how hard sometimes is it maybe to get your team into a consistent rhythm and flow when you do have to battle elements like that oh it is hard because you know you feel like that you get rolling and everything you just want to keep going and and not have any delays or any postponements or anything to that nature and you know the guys want to play you know but you know in some aspects of it you know you've got a long week you know having a rain out may be better for you than playing sometimes right. just to get their legs back up underneath them and everything but you know with with the rain and the weather and everything what what's what i've seen with my guys is we have a lot of weathermen with our players you know they're <laughs> always watching and seeing what's going on or what we need to do and you know they're thinking ahead of how we can prepare the field and help out and get it ready for us to be able to play taking a look at the district some changes this year you lose some longtime rivals when you talk about cannon county smith county york watertown and now you welcome in white county you've got stone memorial cumberland county and some familiar faces you know livingston and some people that you played before the changes in the district how does that affect your program as you see it well you know it's still early so not everybody's familiar with everybody at this point we did play uh white county stone last year and also cumberland county last year but you know it's it's different playing them on a thursday or friday versus playing them on a monday tuesday right you know because obviously you with monday and tuesday being district play you know your your top pitchers is going 
on Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Theirs did as well for their district. So, you know, you're seeing some, um, you know, guys down in the pitching rotation. So it, it makes it different coming in because we don't know what their top pitchers are like and they don't really know what our top pitchers are like. So we expect to be interesting this year. How important was it to get a couple of wins over White County to start the season to get off to a good start in district play? Well, it's it, it was great to have, um, but we talk – you know, every day in the locker room, it doesn't matter how we start. You know, you know, we're going to have ups and downs, you know, as we did last year. Right. But how we progress throughout the season, we get better. And towards the end of the season, put it all together and learn from good things, bad things, and be able to accomplish what we need to. We've really started to see how the expansion to four classifications has affected basketball once we got into the postseason. And I think we'll know more the same way with baseball and the spring sports as well. But I know you've kind of looked at the big picture. How do you think it's going to affect DeKalb County moving up to a 3A now in in four classifications across the state? Oh, it's going to be extremely tough. Um, I was actually talking with one of the coaches that – Potentially will be a uh, region matchup for our region. You know, our district and their district will, will match up. And just talking with them and talking about their reclassification of their teams and then our teams. And, you know, it's it's definitely going to be a whole lot more of a challenge this year just because you got a lot of those bigger schools that have dropped down. We are one of the smaller ones that have kind of lifted up. And, right. you know, it's just opportunities there. We'll just see what happens. You played the game several years ago, and you've been a coach for a long time as well. Talk about some of the changes that you've seen in high school baseball over the years, maybe even going back to your playing days. Uh, just some of the big changes that I've seen is just, you know, the opportunity and facilities and things for these players today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk all the time. We didn't have the things that they had that they have at this point you know the we had some small hidden facility or you know uh the fields and things was was there and nice but as far as the technology and all those things it's, it's a lot better now than it was then DeKalb County has a rich tradition in baseball and a lot of folks in this area will know that going back even into the 1970s, but Joey Reeder was a coach there a long time Scott Odom and some state tournament appearances you were part of that Again, both as a player and a coach, does that still resonate with the players today? The the kind of the folklore, the history, you know, the tradition of DeKalb County High School baseball. Well, I feel that it's starting to. Um, when I come in three years ago, that was one of the things that I had said. You know, I, I felt like the Lord had put me in this position uh, to to come back and to help these kids and and to be a part of the program that I love so much. And, you know, in doing that, we talked about the tradition and what the tradition was when not only when I played, but, you know, before me, after me, you know, just the Cab County tradition baseball. And, you know, I feel like they're starting to understand that because after last year, you know, obviously the first season that we had, COVID hit, so right. we wasn't able to really uh, push forward and pursue anything. But last year, when they started, we going through the grind and everything, and, and talking about various things that we need to work on, and, and the good things, bad things, you know, and the success that they seen last year, it put that hunger in them, and and I feel like that that's that part of that tradition that I said that when we come in, that's the staple that we want to get back to is DeKalb County District Baseball. How good is it going to feel to kind of have COVID hopefully in the rear view and have people back out and in the stands cheering the teams on again? Oh, it's, it's going to be nice. You know, we had a home game the other night, and, you know, I just kind of glanced over and into the stands and everything, and, you know, the stands was full. And, and it was just a, a great feeling to have 
you know the community to come out and support and that's one thing about DeKalb County is is our community is so supportive of not just baseball but just all of our sports but you know we're very blessed and, and grateful and thankful for all that. All right looking forward to an exciting season in Smithville the DeKalb County Tigers already off to a good start to the season. Coach Tad Webb our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach best wishes to the Tigers throughout the course of the season. We'll look forward to talking to you down the road. Yes sir I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. We'll talk some Stone Memorial basketball. Coach Neil Caps will join us when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Stone Memorial Panthers had an unlikely run to the state tournament this year. In fact, most folks counted out Stone Memorial from the very get-go this season. They were picked to finish toward the bottom of District 7-3A, but defied the odds. They ended up winning the uh, District 7-3A regular season championship. Went on to finish runners-up in the tournament, won the region tournament, and made it on into state tournament, even all the way up to their game yesterday against Greenville who was highly favored in that game. Stone Memorial took them to the wire. Head coach Neil Caps joining us on the high school playbook this morning. Coach, what a run, what a season for your team this year. How proud are you of this team's run this year? Well, I, I mean, there's, you know, we could be here for the next hour or two uh, trying to describe how proud a coach can be of a team. Uh, you know, we, this is a team that, uh, you know, lost seven seniors from the year before. Had uh, no no starters returning, uh, no subs, you know, outside of one kid with any experience coming back. Um, so we uh, we knew that we uh, we it was going to be a long season, but I knew that we had we had some talent, and I was just you know I'm I'm just very proud of the way that they came together. That you know um, you know we had kids to step up, we had kids to. Um, uh, you know, throughout the season, we had kids that w- had to sacrifice what they thought was a time for them to shine. You know, uh, you know, like our, our Dylan Wittenberg, our, our uh, senior, one of our seniors uh, that played a ton. He uh, he wound up being our third leading scorer. You know, and he he's, he led a he led a, a junior and a freshman take that lead and getting you know the majority of the shots. But he just did his role. He, he was our Swiss Army knife throughout the season. You know, it's a guy that um, he had to guard. Sometimes he guarded a one, two, three, four, five in a game. He he. We asked him to rebound, and you know, we knew that rebounding was going to be huge. And uh, the first game, he had he pulled twelve rebounds. You know, in the in the semi in the quarterfinal game, um, he 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 just he worked on his shot. He shot forty five percent from from three on the year um the kid the kid is just a tireless worker um and he's great attitude great example for these young kids you know uh we just we just had kids to step up all season long especially this last month and a half um as a coach i couldn't be more proud and as a staff we could be more proud of of our kids and how they handled themselves and the leadership that we had from from players we tell them all the time you know uh coach-led Coach-led teams are, are good teams. Great teams are player-led. And uh, we had really great leadership with our two seniors, P.J. Barnes and Dylan Whitberg. Uh, they were just really, really quality young men of integrity and uh, just 
did a fantastic job, and I, I could be more proud of this whole team uh, for what they accomplished this year. Absolutely. It's been a fantastic season at Stone Memorial. Coach, let's kind of go back and look at your two state tournament games. And uh, your quarterfinal round opponent was a Bolton team that people looked at that record and they thought, how in the world did they make it to the state tournament? I think they had six or eight wins on the season total. But this was a team I know played you really tough for a half. Uh, tell us a little bit about that Bolton team and, uh, and what you saw from them. Yeah, they got a first-year head coach, uh, Derek Coleman. He did a fantastic job this year. A lot, a lot of people don't understand when they look at that one and twelve start, is that they had their best player uh, hurt for the majority of that. So if you take out those first thirteen games, and we'll call it a wash, uh, now they're sitting now they're sitting above five hundred. Once they got their players, uh, the, once they've got started working on chemistry the right way, when you know you had your whole team there. Uh, Coach Coleman did a really good job down the stretch there and was able to get them to the state tournament uh, out of Memphis. That's, that's really something he said. So this wasn't – this wasn't when people look at a schedule, look at their schedule, and, and it was 8-17 uh, coming to the state tournament. Let me tell you something. These, it, was a qual- it was a good team. These kids who played, as you can see, they, could, they competed. They played hard. So this wasn't, this wasn't just a gimme game for us. We really had to go out and earn it. Uh, and so, uh, Bolton, Bolton was quick. They really compromised us athletically. They, they were able to get downhill. Uh, their little point guard, you know, he had, he had 23 points and man, he, I'm 25, excuse me. And he was so hard for us to stay in front of his ability to knock down outside shots, which facilitated him, us having to move up. Uh, to guard that, and that's then his quickness to be able to get downhill, his ability to get around us and finish around the rim, uh, really put us in jeopardy. And you know, at one time we had we were sitting there with a nice little thirteen point lead, and all of a sudden you turn around and it's a five point lead. But uh, I was really pleased with our young men and how they were settled back down and was able to stretch that back out and, and stretch the lead back out and be able to finish that off. Uh, with a 13-point win, I was really tickled with that, you know, especially with a group of kids uh, not having any state tournament experience uh, and and really, uh, you know, just coming into it for the first time. Like we said, everybody gets kind of worked up when you go into a state tournament for the first time. Um, there's, you know, experience is something you get just after you needed it. So we were we were very happy that we were able to get to get that first win against a very good opponent like Bolton. Stone Memorial with a 77-64 win over Bolton in the quarterfinal round. We're speaking with Stone Memorial head basketball coach Neil Caps on the high school playbook. Coach, you mentioned a team that uh, had no state tournament experience in your Panthers. You go up against a team in the semifinals that had a lot of state tournament experience in Greenville. A lot of folks had you written off, but, uh, Coach, as you told me before we went on the air, your team didn't get that memo and, and a tough 59-55 loss, uh, a really good outing for your basketball team against a good Greenville basketball club? Yeah, we. Uh, I told our kids in the locker room for the game that the only people that believe we have a chance is sitting sitting in this locker room. I can't tell you how many people came up to me after the game. You know, you could tell it in their voice that they really didn't think we had a chance, that we really couldn't, that we, that we were, they thought we were going to get murdered. I know one publication or one media person had us that yeah, that Greenville could beat us by sixty if they wanted to. So we, um, you know, we had done this all year. You know, we were preseason picks 
uh, by the media sixth in our league. The coaches picked us third. And we had done this all year where we had used that as fuel, where we had used other others doubt as fuel. And um, I, I, we told them, you know, we, we told them that, that if you don't believe, stay in this locker room. And then uh, our kids were prepared. They were ready mentally. Uh, they trusted each other. And I told them before the game, flat out, uh, I said, this is going to be a fight. I knew it was going to get physical. I knew that it was going to be a battle uh, on the glass and being able to handle pressure, being able to handle, uh, uh, you know, you know, they didn't the referees let you play. Uh, it was very physical. It's hard to even turn and go downhill sometimes. Uh, when you went up, it was physical. You had to finish through contact. You know, so we were prepared for it mentally. Our kids were ready. We This wasn't their first time being doubted. So uh, we went out there and fought, and you know we gave ourselves a chance to be able to take take a lead late. At, uh, at a minute forty eight, we took our we took our first lead, and but you know the difference in the game, they just had Jacoby Gillespie. You know he's a special he's a special player. He's a special talent. Uh, this kid this kid literally kept them in it um, with with his ability to go get a bucket. You know from from all three levels. From around the rim to the mid range to the three point line, he was able to go get buckets and just keep them in it. Every time we'd hit a big three, we hit two big threes late, and um, each time it gave us the lead. And each time Jacoby came back down and hit a bucket that gave them the lead back. Uh, and that's the name of the game. You know, you, you you know, I tell our kids all the time, it's about making plays. It's not about being out there. If you're out there, you need to be. You need to be have the ability to make plays uh, because the scouting report. Everybody does scouting reports in high school basketball. Every team that was down there in Murfreesboro, their coach does a scouting report, so they know a team's weakness and they know a team's strength, and they try to take that strength away. I've told my two kids their whole life better be better than the scouting report because if 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 because everybody does one, they know your strengths. They're going to try to take those things away. And Jacoby yesterday was just a little he was a little bit better than the scouting report because we I promise you we did talk about him for two days leading up to the uh, leading up to the game we had two we had two practices on Wednesday and Thursday and Jacoby and Jacoby was the focal point of what we were what we were trying to do and uh, he was just a little bit better than us yesterday and uh, but uh, I you know I'll take that effort every day of the week. From, from a group of kids that, that will come out and fight and claw and scrape and do everything you ask them to do. Um, yesterday, they were just they just came up a little bit short. And, uh, but I, I, I'm, I could be more proud of, of uh, their fight yesterday uh, when they had so much, uh, according to outsiders, uh, so much stacked against them to come out and, and prove a lot of people and, and show a lot of people um, that that uh, what they're what they are made of, what kind of cloth they are made of, and cut from. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of them. <laughs> Regular season district champions, district tournament runners up, region tournament champions, state final four. The Stone Memorial Panthers. What a fantastic season for a team that was doubted all season long. Coach Neil Caps of the Panthers are guests on the high school playbook. Coach, congratulations on a wonderful season, and we're looking forward already to next year. I appreciate it, Tom, and I appreciate it for coming on sports. 
I appreciate all you guys do for for high school sports in this area. Uh, it really means a lot to the schools and players and coaches what you guys do and highlighting us and uh, highlighting all these teams that are coming. It sure means a lot, and we appreciate you guys. So thanks and God bless. That's going to put the wraps on a banner season for Upper Cumberland teams in the high school basketball this year. Eight total teams making it to the state tournament out of the Upper Cumberland this year. Of course, big congratulations to the Class 3A girls champion, the Upperman Lady Bees, the York Institute Dragonettes this year's Class 2A state runner-up, the Cookville Lady Cavaliers with an historic season, making it to the Final Four this year, as did the Clay County Bulldogs and the Stone Memorial Panthers, all ending up in the state semifinals this year. And big shout-outs also to state quarterfinalists, the York Institute Dragons, the Van Buren County Lady Eagles, and the Clay County Lady Bulldogs. been a fantastic season, and, of course, we'll be excited to see what's yet to come next season from Upper Cumberland Basketball and all the great teams all around this area. I want to thank Coach Rob Edwards of the Clay County Bulldogs for joining us today, Coach Neil Caps of the Stone Memorial Panthers, and a big thanks to all the local high school basketball coaches for joining us throughout the course of the season. Coach John Looper of the Monterey Wildcats baseball team, big thanks to him for stopping by this morning, along with Coach Tad Webb of the DeKalb County Tiger baseball program. Our producer, our studio producer this morning, Will Hearn. And want to thank our on-site producer this morning, Alegda Cochran. And thanks to all the listeners out there. And a special thanks also to Chick-fil-A, located on Interstate Drive in Cookville. For this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.